Meat potato pie sandwich. Life's just still so wrong on many levels. It's, look, try it. Trust me. Look, look, you've already got the meat and stuff in the pastry. Why do you then need to put that in the sandwich? It's not the... F okay, you, what you do, you, you get the pie, you kind of yeah. break it open and then put it on top. And then the butter and that melts with the pie and the bacon. It's just lovely. It's very filling, too. Of course it is. It's about 75% carb. Quiet, baby. That's funny, because you're the one going, me, 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 me. You're the one bitching about meat, potato, pie, sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's, it's disgusting. And with that, uh, let's move on to the beginning of the show. This is the Immaterial Gamer's recurrent user listening experience. I'm sorry. Podcast. Wait. It's both. Forget all the rules. That's rule nine. That's rule one hundred. Yeah. Well, you know, based on the fact that it was an it was an accident to call it the recurrent user listening experience, knowing that the acronym for that is rule. But you know, the immaterial game. At, at rule one hundred, we'll be telling you to ignore rules one to ninety nine. I. That's not what we meant by rule. That's what I meant. Yeah. Well, you're wrong. So, and that's what it means by rule. <coughs> Sorry I for the thought call. the other way you could call it is the um, like the Iron Throne kind of rule. I what? don't do the Game of Thrones. Neither do I. And now we're going to get so much backlash because we don't do it. Yeah, we don't watch Game of Thrones. Come on, our battles. Yeah. Bring it, no, nothing, John Snow. And you know what? You know what? For once, I'm happy with that. <laughs> Do you know the only thing I don't know? Well, yeah. the only thing I actually know is, um, Holdar. Yeah. It's just That's memes. A... That's all I know is memes. Yeah. You Hodor. know nothing, Jon Snow, and Hodor. Hodor. Oh, and when it was coming. Oh, of course. <laughs> you can't forget about that one. Yeah. So it's, it's just all that. So, I'm Ryan. And I'm Hi, unhappy. Ryan. And that's Steph. Hi, Steph. And then we got D. Hi, D. This is almost like a podcasters anonymous meeting. So. <laughs> I have a serious problem. Yeah. I do podcasts. <laughs> You're also how, how do the twelve steps work for that? Does it, does it start with everyone round a table, and they just go right before we get this meeting in order? Can we all sync up, please? <laughs> so it's no, just like you know, one table. Just 12 people, just like, and then you got the foreman, and it's just like, one, two, three, and all of them at the same time. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, so we bring this podcaster's anonymous uh, session to order, and I have to start, I have to start with an announcement. As, uh, as, as, as people who listen should already know by what's now shown on Mondays, uh, role-playing Nightmare Games is taking a short break. Due to the death of my Resonance of Fate save, it dun, lasted. Dun, dun. It lasted a ripe old age of 36 weeks and 70 gameplay hours before it decided to suffer from a case of the terminal deleting itself. <laughs> uh, any viewers that want to be f who want to know who to thank, send thanks to God and me. Anyone who wants to know where Steph's address is is not going to find out. Without already knowing who he is and where he's from, anyway. Well, I meant just put in, put in the comments. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Basically, that being said, if someone somewhere can send me a file for chapter fourteen of Resonance of Fate with characters at a nice high level, not over the top, somewhere around the sixties, seventies, that's all great. And with every quest completed up to that point, I'd be grateful. I know it's a specific request, but we can do. You could probably find that, you know. I tried earlier today, and it's hard to even find a save file for Resonance of Fate, let alone one with my specific requirements. Can you get one close to your, like, say, that stage or whatever? No, yeah, New Game Plus. That's yeah. it. So, uh, and even then, it's got it's got encryption on it to the point where it's got the name of the u of the Steam user who's used it. So when you do try and load it up, it'll just say it belongs to another user. 
Basically, they want me to think that I'm going to go and do 70 hours of it again. And uh, to that, I'll say, fuck off. I Ryan, like the game. Children but listen not, to this but podcast. No one listens to this podcast, don't lie. That's, that's a lie. No, you no, know no, no, it's no, a lie. You've got to lie. Steph is a child. Pretty much. Uh, you know what, dude? You make a very, very good point. <laughs> but uh, But anyway, yeah. So with that, we've introduced the new show. It came out yesterday comes out on tomorrow of uh, Going Rogue. We're going rogue? That uh, that idea that I said of playing roguelike games within a limited number of attempts to it at a certain point. Mm. Yeah. Did uh, episode one. I did the recording of that before we recorded the podcast and it'll be out on Monday or has already been out since Monday. Woo. It came Covering out yesterday. Yeah. Anyone the, the, listening? Yeah. Tomorrow. Tomorrow's yesterday. Yeah. Tomorrow's tomorrow and tomorrow is yesterday. Yeah. Just in case anyone hasn't realised, we record this on a Sunday and it gets released on a Tuesday. I know I bring that up, but it's the the episode 48 reminder. So, you know. Is this episode one again? Uh, No, um, this save file hasn't deleted. So. No, I said, is this episode one again? No. This is now rule. No, it's. Right. Rule is the podcast. And the podcast is rule. But it only just became real. Ah, it doesn't matter. I think everyone lost the game. It's just lost the plot. It's just as just as as it is. The so the other announcement on that is that we're most likely, and you'll see in a minute when we actually get to what's been played, um, that we may be doing more of a particular video content. In <gasps> addition to I love the fact sessions. I think it's the only game all of us have played different this week. <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually wondering, by the way, for what's been played, if we should all just talk about the game that we've all played. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah. So let's, in that let's case, let's talk I'm... about that TFT. Yeah, let's do it. So, let's let's go to what's been played. What's been played? And as Steph was mentioning just before we got there, yeah, TFT, Team Fight Tactics. Cause from Riot. Yeah, we've we've all been playing this pretty much. And uh, for those who uh, for those who don't know what Team Fight Tactics is, it's a new mode on Riot's uh, League of Legends app game. Well, it's a beta mode at the minute, a beta game yeah. on their yeah, so um, yeah. current launcher. Yeah, so it's you have to be on the beta mode. launcher, just regular launcher. I'm quite surprised they've done that, to be honest. Mm, Quite surprised they've not just kept on the beta scene that is still in beta. Yeah, but that being said, they've wanted to do as we discussed in the last episode, talking about all the so the auto chess games, the auto battlers. Um, knowing that other companies were doing it, like Valve, they just you know flood the market because that's how it works. And I say we like competition, but I think you know of the auto battlers, TFT is probably the one that's closest to all of us due to our original groupings up with League of Legends. We've come full circle again. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we started pretty much with League of Legends, we've come back round to it. Just different well, different games. If we're going completely around, we'd, we'd end up back at Conquer. Well, if you actually think of it, it's gone really weird because we've gone from... So we actually did Summoner's Rift, we kind of drifted off that and ended up on Twisted Tree Line. Mm-hmm. Because there was mainly only three of us online, so we're doing three on threes. Then we just thought, bugger this, we're doing RMs. And, yeah. and then nothing happened for quite a long time after RM. We kind of died off it completely, and then Team F- TFT came out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. No, Don't get me ooh. wrong, I still play the odd RM every now and then. Yeah, no, I can I can see that. I know you've yeah, been playing the odd sort of game but this is what I was also discussing it's like a way of getting people to enjoy the League of Legends brand without needing to force people into one particular way of doing things that's why I liked Dominion I think that's why people liked Nexus Blitz the mm. sort of other game mode that they had that there was that was on what it was on the twisted tree line map but it would then have random events every three minutes didn't they have one where you're basically off all against off row it was all of one as well. They didn't. Yeah, they did have that weird. Um... We had the five hiding map thing. That was. Oh, yeah, that was that was. Um... Oh, what game mode was that? 
Then we had Hexakill for a little bit. Yeah, they used to do a thing, didn't they, in the launch that it was like a featured game mode. Yeah, they used Basically, to always they be kept like... testing the water. They keep testing the water with um, different game modes every few once in a while. Like, yeah. Let's see if this works. If it is popular, then it stays. If it's not popular, then we get rid of it. Like what happens to Minion? Mm. Yeah, it can be. It can be like that. Yeah. Sort of Crossfire. Different. You had Crossfire. Mm. You had. Um... Crossfire was the one with all the cooldowns. Hmm. Yeah. It was just uh, And then you had the one where everyone was the same person. Yeah, one for all. Was it? Oh, yeah. yeah. I see, I'm going through people I know I haven't played for a bit and just checking their profiles because I know they've still got it up for when. Mm. That was the last time they played. <laughs> yeah, it was, I think we had yeah. a five hammering a fight. That was just torrid. Ultra everywhere. rapid fire mode. Hexakill was, was a six on six mode, wasn't it? Yeah, the Hexakill yes. was six on six. And then... Um, that lasted about Oh yeah, there was one. <laughs> definitely not Dominion. The it's... mode that they then brought out after Dominion had been removed. It was Dominion that like the capture the flag one. Yes. Yeah, it was capture the flag. Saying, whatever happened to that? Why did they remove that? Um, a lot of people still played it. To my knowledge, it just wasn't. It wouldn't have been hitting the threshold cap. Like, um, basically, it wasn't worth running the service for it. So there was like. It's not yeah, got enough I mean, popularity, so like, I mean, yeah, we're not going to do this anymore. Yeah, it was it was the one that technically sort of got replaced by Ascension initially, and then just like dropped completely. But yeah, of all the like the different ways that people could play the game, this is the one that looks like it could sort of stay for a bit because of the popularity of the auto battler. So mm. yeah, it plays like all the rest. There's a drafting phase to choose your character. Um, who will then be your initial character on your board that you can then place them on. You'll then you then have a character level which determines how many other units you can place on your board at any one time, generally. Because there's other stuff we'll talk about that later. We start off with the like the one dude and then you build your army up bit by bit and level the army up from like three tiers or whatever. Mm. Yeah, gold uh, bronze, silver, gold which is the general strength of the character. There's also rarities to characters, but they come in later on in the game. But everyone starts off in an even field initially by choosing one character from a pool of ten, I think it is, because everyone gets one character and then it sort of leaves a couple of others. And then it's two spare. Yeah. So that would would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, ten characters to choose. It's like a rotation. Like the free rotation. Mm. But yeah, it would make sense if you have. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, same sort of thing as all the other auto battlers. You'll take on minions first, PVE fights where you just try and gain a bit of, you know, it's a bit of like, yeah, and and sort of get your initial set of gold, try and purchase some characters, get some level up, and then after the end of that stage of like three fights, you'll then start start taking on other players, uh, randomly. And with every is it third battle, there's some kind of boss that isn't a person. Yeah, it's um, there's a six stages in it. You'll do three people first, and then another draft, then one person, and then a PVE boss, and it is last man standing. So every fight you win, you deal damage to your opponent based on how many champions survived that encounter, and then, yeah, and then you just sort of keep going. Everyone starts with hundred health, and then once someone runs out of health, they're eliminated from the game. They can then continue watching if they want, or they can leave and find another match. Depends on how how quickly you go out, really, or if you've got any other mates uh, to watch. Because this is also a game that uses the party mode system on LOL to a to a bit of a, yes. an effect. So if you've got eight people to play a game, you can just play an eight-person game. If not, you'll match make with other people who are just looking for for a game. Who are looking for a bit of fun. Yep. Well, yeah. If you've got. Um... Like, when some of us are left, we can help strategize a little bit from there, mm. potentially. Yeah, I mean, you can sort of strategize if you want to try and get someone to win. If you're just looking there for the fun, you can just sit and, and just be shtum and be a spectator, like I end up doing. Because I just mm. like the fun of watching to see whether someone will make it. because uh, you never get... What was the highest place you've made so far? The highest place I've made is third. Mine's I made second. second on my own. Yeah, and then we had... I we had, suck uh, with use. So it was seventh each time. That was horrible. It's like 
At least I wasn't. I've never been out last. Yeah. Or first or whatever. I've no. been out first. <laughs> oh, how does that feel? Terrible. I, Just... I've been seven, like, six times, but I, basically I'm not getting my head around the mechanics properly anyway. Because mm. a lot of it's luck. It's slash oh, strategy. Yeah. Well, this is, this is what I mentioned before. This plays no differently to any other Battle Royale game. And I don't even mean any other auto chess. I mean the concept of Battle Royale. You don't get everything you want every time. You have to scavenge. You have to find things. You have to change the your strategy as you go along. And there is going to be a time that you're just going to get absolutely destroyed. It's just, it's just uh, how it is. I mean, honestly, there was a couple of games that I was playing last night before we recorded this. I was, I seem to have a massive early game strength, and I just drop off on the, uh, so I drop off on the the late game every time, and that is sort of because of my, I guess my reluctance to adapt to strategy. It's and, it's also due to cards and whatnot. And who you have. Mm-hmm. I tried to do the team. Last few games, I've been trying to do the team comp thing where you get the bonuses. Yeah. Which but are, it's not working. They're, they're still important, though. Yeah, they but are still... important. Look at my uh, Assassin Valor thing we just had in the game just before we started recording. Yeah. yeah, and it was only because of some slight tweaks into what Steph's opponent had. Mm, he built almost identical as well. Yeah. Just to, to also take on to that, though, it's like. There's, there's bits that you can get screwed over with, like I do on m- multiple occasions. So we're talking about reluctance to adapt to strategy. The, f- the shop only has a certain amount of characters in it at a time. And I don't just mean like the five, you know, so the five or six you right, get right. to choose from each time. I mean, the shop itself only stocks a certain amount of each character at a time. And that's sort of, I guess that's where sort of having to look at opponents layouts are because if both of you are attempting to try and get a gold niddly for example and you've both got the share of the pool neither of you are going to get yeah. it so it's it's that sort of adaptation that needs to sort of be done and i think though when you rank it up it um puts the two that fused into the one back into the shop you know y- yeah and then sort of any that you sell end up back in the shop and all yeah so i can't seem to yeah, I rarely get gold. I get one or two gold early on, and then it's just that's like because, done. That's because gold is ultimately rare. That's that's the thing. That's it. That the rare that's they what? have their Kale, own rarity. Misfortune, uh, Swain, Carthus, Swain, Yasu. They're all gold, yeah. I believe. Yeah, they're not no, meant to be. And I'll sort mean of just gold as in Yasu. I mean gold as in tier three. Oh, tier. Oh. I didn't expect to pull like ten Yasus out. Yeah. Then again, you know, I'm, looking, I'm looking to pull Yara. out ten Warwicks, so you know. That's a... Well, Warwicks are quite common. Uh, Warwick seems yeah. to be common. It's common. Yeah. But there's a there's a finite amount of Warwicks. I tend mm. to find um, Tristanas tend to be common. Mm. Mm-hmm. And Tristanas also tend to be nabbed. Yes. So. Especially with that other one that we you had the we were against the Tristana with the burn attack speed. Yeah, the burn. attack speed Jeez. healing to that. But then I've built um, Lucian that way before and came second again. Mm. So there's definitely certain items that seem to certain characters with certain items. We are we. The other thing we also need to find out is what's their main damage because. We seem to realise Garen. Um, I'm assuming Garen's all. Fi- I'm assuming all the characters are the way they're meant to be. Your physicals, are magic damage. Yeah. Because mm. sometimes there's items that are attached to characters and it's retarded. It doesn't make sense. Like I had um, an AD carry with an energy slag rod. I'm slightly going. What? Why? It's again. It's like I said to you before. It's one of them characters you want to sell, just for the item. Mm. Yeah. When you go to that pick thing in the middle, if you can see someone who will get you gold, go for it, or who will help you rank up one of your characters, go for it. But if you can't see one of them, you're going for items. Mm. 
Yeah. You're looking for an item that you can then just mix into something. That's why a lot of people just in the later game start picking up the spatulas, because... You do know, in every pickup, everyone went straight for that, right? Yeah. The spatulas are the most broken... Well, it's not... Well, it's not broken. It's not broken. It's purely a spatula. Well, if you want certain... It's the item that gives you the more balance of everyone. Yeah, it gives you the flexibility for something you don't need. Also, if you need like an extra glacier or whatnot, it can turn a character into that. Yeah, that's exactly the the point of the of the item, is is if you need, let's say you're one off a composition that you need or a, like a bonus, you can get it provided you have the other item. I, I love. Have you ever just read what the spatula does on its own? It says it does nothing except for it, combined with some other stuff. All it says it must do something. Yeah. Well, That's we, all it says. It must do so- this must do something. The one I found a bit strange with the spatula in specifically is the Nedatron cloak and the spatula put together. Mm-hmm. One way makes Hurricane, another way makes an assassin. Or something daft. No. I, I don't get how you've seen that, because I'm looking at that page right now, and you're not... What you're saying there is wrong. The cloak and the spatula just makes the Hurricane. I'm sure I saw it making two separate things so anyway um yeah we've been having fun with it certainly looking at getting more games going and that sort of goes back to what we were talking about in the original warm-up of this podcast episode in talking about uh us doing a lot more team fight tactics stuff and yeah, we don't want to be wasting it under the playstation brand of the videos if there's other games we want to play as well as team fight tactics but you know, so we're probably going to try and see what we can do about basically placing somewhere in the schedule for more team fight tactics or sort of sessions where we play one particular game a lot video set series. So yeah, keep a keep an eye on that. And with that, unless anyone else has got anything to talk about for team fight tactics, well, you, you've you still got. I don't think we've really discussed that much the bonuses you get with the characters. Each character comes with... An like, origin say, and a class. Yeah, an origin and a class. Some have two classes. Mm. Like Kenan. Like Kenan, Swain... Kenan's a, a Yordle Assassin Ninja? He's a Yordle Ninja Elementalist. Then you got Nah. Which is a, a wild Yordle brawler wild. shapeshifter. Yeah. So, yeah. There's there's plenty, and that's that's sort of the the thing on that because that's one way of sort of being able to fight in matches. If you're not just able to just spam gold characters, if you can get yourself a good composition as well, it can help you out until getting gold characters. Because if you do, if you can hit a composition and golds, you've pretty much got the game won. Mm. I say pretty much, because if you mirror match with someone. Sometimes you're lucky. I mean, there are some bugs with TFT. You know, there's some bits of, like, problems, you know, where... Well, that happens to, like, Chorgaff. Like, yeah, derping out Chorgaff. Having hits taken on it. And there's times where the character just freezes for no reason. If it's being stunned, there should be a way to see it's being stunned more than it's just stood there. Because mm. it just being stood there just looks like it's derped out and the AI's gone wrong. Yeah. It's like it's like it's because a lot of the time it's facing the wrong way as well. So it's like oh, it's not realizing it's there. The AI is mm-hmm. lo- only looking forward, so the guy who's behind him kicking his head in, he's not realized. Yeah, and that's you know that that can be a problem. But that being said, it's a beta, and if they're keeping it going, probably expect some more games going forward. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they may we may even try the other. Auto battlers, but you, you, you know. I'm not playing Dota. I'm not playing Dota, but I could still play Underlords. Mm. I mean, to be honest, at that point, there's no need. If if Underlords is basically Dota, but you know, sort of unmodded, then so be it. But uh, yeah, with that, we're gonna go and breeze through some news. News time. time, time, time. To go through near the breeze end of the. Breeze uh, through news. I know, is it? Yeah, because yeah. we've spent it's nearly 40 minutes talking about uh, 
about Team Fight Tactics. I mean, granted, no one will hear that, or at least not about five, ten minutes of it anyway. But uh, yeah, let's move on. So we've got some, a quick one, because for some reason Ubisoft decide they don't want to put out news about stuff that they announced in E3 until, you know, two days ago. Oh, The Division. Yeah. The Division movie with uh, Jessica Chastain and uh, oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, yes? We, we forgot about your, your, your buddy system you now get with this um, FTS. FTFT. Oh, the oh, little guys. The little legend. Yeah, your little buddies. Yeah, they're, they're, they're screen dressing. Yeah. By the way, um, leveling it up, you just don't look, you have to get another one of them. Oh, also, they actually follow you around our rooms. Yeah, they, they, they follow you in our room. They're pretty cool. And they do little dances and stuff in our rooms. When you fight. Uh, when you win. Hmm. But yeah, it's kind of like a... Yeah, it's for window dressing. Like in WoW and stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, speaking of window dressing, because, you know, you decide, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal's someone to throw into a... What is most likely going to be a pretty bog-standard... Eh... Uh, Division film. I think Division to, would to be go with that to go with that Assassin's Creed uh, film. To see Assassin's Creed and the, I, I think these would be a lot better as a TV program. Mm. Yeah, I mean I guess, but I, I mean to be honest, a lot of the time though they're trying to put all this lore into a film that they didn't even bother giving it the time of day of in the game no, itself. The <laughs> I mean, all this, all this shit about the animus and ancestry and stuff like that, and what they did with, um, oh god, who was his name? Fastbender was it? Michael Fastbender was in Assassin's Creed, and 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 why? Did it did it matter in the game series? No, because you play faceless protagonist X, who it's like a division. You play yeah. a random division agent. No, but no, it's it's it, well, I say that, but it's worse in Assassin's Creed because the person doesn't even have any. Sort of thing you don't see the person. Mm. I mean, they've finally got back into it with Assassin's Creed recently. They've got a new main character who is an Aspe- um, an Abstergo employee who learns too much. While while she's went rogue on took a portable animus with her, so now she's being hunted down by the Templars that she was working for. Okay. But she's got a character. She's got ambition. She's got drive. She's got personality and stuff going on. The older games. You didn't even have a fa- you didn't even have a face. Oh, um, I'm sorry. I'm kind of reading the um, TFT's um, development. Focus. Things. Sorry, uh, I just got caught in that. Oh, what about the film? What right? about the, the division thing that you posted? <laughs> yeah, again, it's, it's they're doing it with Netflix. I think they've done it slightly better that way. Netflix mm. hopefully keep it reined in. Give it something like, it's not going well, to. Well, it's going to need to because Netflix recently has all been on the idea of if something is not looking like it's going to get any sort of traction whatsoever, it'll be gone. True. There are popular, or well, what people are calling popular Netflix shows just getting cancelled after a series. Oh, yeah, and they, they, a lot of it's caused up fronts and all the rest of it, and they're like, yeah, people are watching it, but not enough for us to say, mm. yeah, we'll keep it. But it's like, well, you, you've got thousands and thousands, you've got like a million, a good few millions of people mm. complaining you're getting rid of this, and they're like, yeah, but it's yeah, not something, they've watched a, it once a, and that'd be it. A lot of that mm. is that bandwagon outrage, though. Because mm. there'll be there'll have been a few people, let's, let's take into example Santa Clarita Diet, a show about oh, a, oh. a loving oh, I, couple I like that. whose wife becomes a zombie. Yeah, she becomes she becomes an undead by an ancient disease. Yeah, but and then to be a spider thing. Yeah, and so like I say, it's only it's only brief bits. What we're talking about, and 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 people were saying that you know, it it popped up every now and again, and it always appeared on those little gossipy showbiz sites of like, oh, here's what to expect in the next series of Santa Clarita Diet. But did I know anyone who watched it? Absolutely fucking not. Yeah, yeah apparently it got cancelled and everyone's all popped out of the woodwork going, oh, save my show. It was horrible. Maybe if you fucking talked admit, about I, the show I, at the beginning. I, I spoke to you about it, but I think I started watching it and then it got cancelled just before I even finished watching the 
the thing, the two seasons of it that were on there. Mm. I watched the two seasons and I was just like. I enjoyed it. I, I did enjoy it. Um, it's like um. I enjoyed Hoppy. The good days. Mm. They, they've got rid of that. I enjoyed that, but I, I can't see many other people enjoying it. So I'm not gonna yeah. sit there and complain about it. Do you I reckon the problem Hoppy. is? That, do you reckon the the problem is that there's too much niche programming on Netflix then? Netflix, see, the good days was aimed at. Um, to me, it's it was aimed at Americans. That came from Mexico and shit like that, because it was Mex. It was all about a Mexican family that moved over to who immigrated to America and mm. tried living the life. And they have a landlord that's basically an idiot who's basically been giving them the same rent since they moved there, and it's like ridiculously low. Right. But um, now they've got rid of that. You know the comedian. Like in Gresley, I don't know. He always does like ah yeah yeah. They've made a show about him now. He's got his own show oh, where he's um, a, where he's a history teacher. Oh, fluffy guy. Um, yeah, yeah, I know who you Mr. mean. Mister yeah. in Mister Iglesias. Yes, because that's what that's his show on Netflix. Yeah, and it's about him being a history teacher. And he goes, look, and in the first episode, he sits there and goes, look, what did these people have an issue with? They all had powdered wigs. And look, we had really good hair fashion and then we're back to that. And then he's like, Donald Trump's head just stuck on the end of it. <laughs> oh, God. Just massive. But yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. Ubisoft needs to pick a lane. They can't sort of keep fucking around. Do U- Ubisoft needs to figure out some of their... Fi- some of their especially, let's say... Division would never make a good... I don't think it's going to make a good film. A TV mm. show, I think it would excel in. Like, yeah. for a good few seasons, it would excel as a TV show. I guess because... Division could act like any other sort of survivor... Yeah. ...sort of show, really, couldn't it? But in a, in a film, how are you going to get... Every, see, what you could do is, every season... Let's say there's... How many factions are in Division? There's about four, isn't there, in each one? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, for the first season, try only having one faction in it, and towards the end of the season, the new faction's coming in. And then that Mm. could be the next season, that new faction. Yeah. But I think it would become a little bit repetitive, if it was a TV show, to be honest. Now I think of that that way. Yeah, D. It's the... The factions is what makes the story drive drive on, Mm. basically. It's a plot driven. So you you first fight a faction that's quite easy to that's just like street thugs and then you switch to the flamethrower guys and then you end up with military at the end. Yeah. In both I mean, games. I mean I guess what made it more interesting with Division Two, spoils for those who still haven't got there yet, but you know what, tough luck. I like the fact with Division Two that you had all these different factions. You had the Hydras, you had the Outcasts, you had the True Sons. And they were effectively at that point. They were all pawns, and so were so were the division for Black Tusk. Oh. Something a machination that was determined from the beginning of the game before you ended up in DC, where the yeah, Shade Network goes down. This military force comes out of absolutely nowhere and destroys you. And I like you know the fact that that's that well, sort of worked. The, and they they give the weapons to the the hyenas. Yeah, they supplied the hyenas with weapons. Yeah, but the whole yeah the whole idea was though to sort of cause strife between factions themselves and between division and themselves, knowing that once the dust had settled, everyone would be weak and they could just take over. And see the other the sort of the story that I actually want on there is where the fuck is Aaron Keener? You know the who was that at that point had the ability to recreate the virus and get rid of the five percent of the world that wasn't destroyed, just fucked off. <laughs> well, there's been a couple. I don't know if I found all the recordings yet, but there has been recordings for Alakina mm. somewhere. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot of division is based on the recordings and the echoes. Uh, it's the it's, same with all these lore-heavy games, though, aren't they? They can't. Yeah, you, they can't just seem to, to tell it, it in cutscenes anymore. It's always got to be it's off the track. Cause... Yeah. It's like that. Um, that cutscene with the. Uh, the first of, from the first wave 
there's a room in the middle of a, an apartment complex and a news anchor's asking, well, what is it like to be activated for the first time? Realising that all oh, this is going down. And oh, no, you're on about the ones who come back. How was it being activated? Because they, they're the ones who got activated with New York. Yeah, they were from the first wave in New York. Yeah. Well, not the first wave, but they were part of a wave in New York. And they're talking about um, how... Yeah, I had a family and all the rest of it, and I've been activated, and I, I've i left all that, but I'm fighting for that now. And then the other one... This is, this is something I actually like, what they've done with a lot of the Division agents. They've gave them that background where you can see why they're fighting for this. Yeah. Uh, they're not just, we've been activated, we have to go fight this. No, this woman's been activated, she has her own kids, she's left her husband to go fight this thing, knowing if she doesn't stop it there and then, they will the husband be her. Yeah. So she, she has she has made that decise of, I'm not going to sit by, I am going to take action, and I don't want them being affected by this. And I like the way they've seemed to have done that. Especially it's, in this one. In number one, they didn't seem to really do that that much. Number two's got a lot more sort of storylines, like, especially because the time period's now progressed a lot more. Because it it's a few months after the Green Poison incident. Mm. Um, so the first ones, the Green Poison's just happened. Now things are just settling in. It's like, well, what's going on? What's happened? How has it progressed? How's the virus spread? How's what we did in number one affected number two? Uh, and a lot of that, it, it seems to be the old classic of everyone's lost communication with each other. So, you know, it's mm. the usual horror scenario sort of, you know, survival apocalypse sort yeah, of business. It's... How do people in isolated areas try and connect together while still being in their isolated systems? And all the lo- and the first one had a lot more to do with the rogue agents. This one there isn't much thing. They've made it a lot more PvE. And it doesn't you don't have to be in the dark zone, but you can be. So you can still go rogue in the dark zone or whatnot, but you don't need to. Where the first one, you kind of had to do the Dark Zone for at least a while. Well, eh, Dark Zone, I mean, you got all your story out of the main the main game. You just, the, the Dark Zone was just... The Dark Zone was just for gear. Yeah, I mean, honest. the Dark Zone was just a, was a story beat to say what happened with Division Agents from the mm. first wave. Aaron Keener included. There was no story benefit from going into the Dark Zone. So, I, I have one other question about this film. Seeing that we're actually going on about the game way too much, mm. about is this film going to be based on the first division or the second? We've received I mean, no this... information whatsoever. Everything so we... that we got from from about the division has come straight from Ubisoft and explains nothing else. Actually, well, that being said, hold on. Here it is: where a pandemic virus has contaminated cash on Black Friday, decimating New York City. Yes, New York. So, so it's on New York. if you look at if you look at the, um, the yeah, you look at the chat. background where they're in. That's the Empire State that's Building the, on the yeah. right, mm. and that's but, the thingy in the left. That's New York. Yeah, but but that'll be that's it. That's all so, we're gonna no, get. No, if this film does well, Netflix will probably sign on for doing the Division Two film. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I hope it does well, but I can't really see the way. There, there was so much that happened in Division One, even though. You didn't really have much of a story. It's how are you going to... How, how, how are they walking into this? Are they walking into this having to bring it all back up to line again and give people the courage to fight back? Or are they it just could... going in to kill everything? <laughs> but it could, it... it could tell the story of the first wave. True. It could actually talk about the failed attempt to actually get everything going that precedes the events of the actual game. That would that would be actually pretty good. Like a pre-sequel. So yeah. like... Pre-sequel to the game is the film. So in other words, what you have to tell everyone, if they ever go, I'm going to try the Division, watch the film first. Why? Because it follows the film. (laughs) Basically, I mean, the the plot twist near the end could be the um, Aaron Keenan section. Like, we actually find out about Aaron Keenan near the end of the Division. Yeah, at the end of it, it might be the guy who betrayed the Division units at the end, betraying Mm. them there. You see, I like, always like I always like the sort of like the like the um, the Star Wars 
prequel trilogy idea or something. Introduce Keena early. You know he's going to do something. Mm. You just don't know what and when. Because you know Keenan's up to some... Yeah, well, that's the thing. You you ultimately know Keenan is the bad guy. Yeah. It's just exactly the same as Star Wars. You knew with Anakin Skywalker he was going to become Darth Vader. You just but never you knew how. Yeah, you never knew what transpired to cause that to happen, and that is just as interesting as storyline motive. It's like um. Oh, I still haven't seen. Wait, yet. but we we kind of do know why he goes bad because he does really mention it in number one, doesn't he? When he... you're fighting him, he's arguing with you about like, no, you should be on my side because they left us here. They've left us to do this. They sent us no other help. But the problem with 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 uh, the problem with Keener is that he's also sort of brought out in his profile that he, while he was a good stock tra- futures trader or whatever he, his civilian job is, he was also very analytical in what was going on. So had sort of sociopathic tendencies of overanalyzing situations, and that's what sort of comes up with Keener is that the guy has made a mountain out of a molehill from the situation he's been in. Granted, it's an unprecedented situation, but he's flipped. The situations made him flip, but it was always there in his head in the first place. So basically, let's say they were just outnumbered and you thought, fuck this, we're outnumbered. I'm joining them, bang, bang, them the dead, and I'm on your side. Yeah. Well, he's, he's, he's gone on the idea of, right, some guys tried to eliminate the world. How am I supposed to save society? Wait, fuck it, society's not worth saving. Mm. The whole thing of... But then he has a point. If you were an agent and you went into something like that and you've seen what the people are doing to themselves, well, to each other, you yeah. can't, you, you, it, with someone with that type of personality would lose the thing of why are we trying to save these people? Yeah. Fuck these people. Fuck them all. Let, let, let's just join our own band thing and slaughter them all. These people don't deserve to live for what they'll do to each other. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Uh, shall we move on to something else? Well, I'm going to say we're going to move on, and I think we might just do one more story before we wrap this up because one more we've, story. We've, we're spending a lot of time talking about stuff yeah. and uh, saying we were breezing through stuff hasn't really gone well. Well, we can but breeze through the, the Pokemon star. Well, let's breathe. Let's breeze through the other two before we get to the last one. Then quickly on this, uh, Tim Sweeney, Epic Games. Has, uh, has apparently decided he wants to be the pariah in regards to the whole Epic Store exclusive thing by him coming out and saying in a quote that, uh, according to Polygon here, that exclusives are the only strategy to shake it up is. PC gaming status quo. It is. It, the thing Epic Games needs now is gift a friend. A shopping cart. It needs a shopping yeah. cart to prevent fraud techniques happening. I mean, this is also in in response to what GOG is doing with Galaxy 2.0, which is you can, or that the GOG is going to put all launchers together in one unified launcher. That would be pretty cool. So the idea of an exclusive won't really hold much ground because you're all going to be launching it through GOG and you can buy it from wherever the fuck you want anyway. Mm. That would be kind of good. Because I've got six or seven separate libraries now. Well, you you think of it this way, you we've all did we all buy Division straight off Epic or? Yeah, I bought mine through Epic. Not I, Epic. Okay, you I got it through Ubisoft, Ubisoft itself or Epic? I bought it through Ubisoft on the sixty percent discount. See, I got it. You see, when the, that discount oh, happened, whatever. it was on Epic anyway. Yeah. Well, I did the. It was already thirty percent like Epic. And then there was an extra 20%. You had the Uplay discount as well, the token. I did the 100 point token thing to make uh, it to 53%. See, I had a Uplay, I had the Epic Game token thing still, so I used that on that. Mm. Uh, so well, I had on Epic, I anyway. used my token for Heavy Rain. But, um, yeah, I do agree. At the minute, nothing draws me to go into open the Epic Game Launcher all the time. Nothing, but I'm constantly opening Steam. I can message friends on Steam. I, I can we message people on Epic? Nope. So do, you can see who's online. You can see who's online. There's a friends list, but, but nothing else. I've I've also realised you don't need. Oh, you can send a chat actually. Oh, can you? Yes, because uh, I just sent one to you. Uh, but ah. no, the other thing with the Epic is I uh, just lot. I open it to go and get the free game. 
I tell yeah, I that's all I'm getting at in a minute. But I've noticed it doesn't tell you when you're playing Division. No, there are there's a lot of features that are lacking in the Epic Games Store. And turning around and going, we've got exclusives, isn't that, enough that, of a draw. Yeah, that is the only thing they have in a minute. And the free games you get every, like, say, week. At this minute, mm. it's week. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, uh, on that, the, the last... <laughs> I love it, the last day of June came out in the last week of June. Um, came out on so, the Thursday, yeah. didn't it? The 27th. Yep. But Overcooked you know, comes but... out next month, um, on the 4th. But, you know, uh, it, it could be right, yeah. Okay, exclusives do need to, you know, uh, the strategy to shake up. But all you're actually doing there is shaking up stuff to make, you know, things worse. It's not improving the situation. Steam don't give a shit about you, mm. the, the, the cut. They've got 8 million sexual nudity fucking visual novel clones and Steam trading cards, scammy stuff that they don't need to they don't need to reduce their prices to do anything anyway because morons are, are, are flooding them with steam direct money it's not going to change all you're going to do is, is is piss people off on the steam platform for taking the games that they would actually want to play on steam away from them i so. am still slightly concerned with prices not just on epic star as well on steam it's like you're getting games and I understand when you buy it from a star, it's going to cost you 60-odd quid and stuff like that. But I still don't think when you're buying it downloaded, like a deal, like the download copies, it's still not... It's like looking at the fucking PlayStation star. PlayStation is just an example of the worst of the situation. Yeah. Where a digital version of one of their games is actually more expensive than a physical version. Yeah. And to uh, be honest, I find Epic Gaming and Steam aren't that far off from being that bad. To just slightly under. Well, and that's the problem there, is because really, for a PC market, there isn't a physical version market anymore. It's either it's either a digital download, or it's going into a shop and paying real money to buy a card you that you then use as a code to mm. download digitally anyway. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll see what, how their shakeups keep going because you know it worked, didn't work well from last time. Right, next story, a uh, quick one. Eurogamer Pokemon Short Sword and Shield dev addresses backlash and impassioned message to fans. Now I was saying this pre-podcast with Steph that yeah. people going eh, no, no, not all Pokemon are in the game, and I'm like, oh, where well, fuck off, get off, get off your high horse. Now I can kind of see where they're actually coming from in this because I've read the article a little bit more. Because it's saying that, yeah, you can't catch all the Pokemon of all the species in this game. Okay, granted. But you can't enough. trade them, neither. Yeah, you can't trade them outside of that game. That's also the problem. Or trade in from another game. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so it's, it's, it's an isolated game. So it doesn't use the Pokemon bank structure and, and stuff that the other games have used. It doesn't use the time capsule system from... Any of the Switch uses um, the Pokemon Bank yet. Yeah. So I don't think it's... they've moved it to the Switch. Yeah. So it's just you know it's just a, a thing. So basically, yeah, the um, Game Freak producer of the the new Pokemon games, uh, Junichi Masad, uh, Masu- uh, Masuda. Sorry. Yeah, Junichi Masuda. Um, Masuda. Yeah, M A S U D A Masuda. Oh yeah, it's, I forget how they do their last name first, and yeah, but um, yeah. So he's had to sort of come out and defend, you know, sort of the decision that's on there, and has been pleading to players of the games that just you know to give him to give him a thing and to state that just because it's not happening here doesn't mean it's going to happen elsewhere. Now that also does seem like a little bit of uh, carrot and stick mm. mentality. Because also the thing I was talking to Steph about was this, you know, a lot of fans just constantly wanting the, the, open the, world. the world. The whole world. But it's like I said to you before, and I've read an article, and it's not actually put it in this article at all, about mm. the SD cartridges can fit so much more than what Nintendo are actually putting on them. Yeah. So that game where we want, where everyone wants the whole Pokemon world, they can get it in that. Uh, it's also the fact that um, they just 
every so often just go, well, we had it on the SD, now here, have the exact same game. Yeah, I, I am kind of waiting for, we've, well, look at it, they've basically remade Pokemon Yellow and gave it us back as Pokemon Pikachu and Eva. Mm. Yeah. Uh, There's that one. So all we need now is a remake of Pokemon Gold and Silver. Yeah, but they need to do it again for the Switch. Yeah. But no, it oh, it's just basically like it's just rehashing <laughs> everything all over again. There's mm. only so far you can get with it really though, isn't there? Mm. So it, you know. Well, yeah, we'll we'll see see how it goes. So, you know, chances are these people who complain about it are still going to end up buying it anyway, aren't they? So, well, you know. it's like what they do with black and white. Black and white, they just got bored and just made like a hundred food. These Pokemon not resemble food. So, yeah. mm. Come on, really? I'm quite surprised you've not seen Pokemon that are just a plate with hands and legs, <laughs> and they're now classing it as. It's now going to be classed as clay f- or personal in Pokemon or some shit like that. Mm, true. Right. See, wh- wh- like, why did they dig fairy? Why? Well, uh, fairy uh, is now a fairy type. Well, she wasn't in the first Pokemon, and why the fuck did she suddenly change now? Uh, so, of all the fact that everything pretty much became dual type as well. So, it's like yeah. Ka- Gyarados. In the original Pokemon, Gyarados used to be, uh, in one game he was Water Dragon, in another game he was Flying Dragon, Yeah. and then he's now back to Dragon Water. Mm. Yeah, they can't, they don't. And then I'm sure at one point they classed him as Dark, for some reason. Yeah. The the thing that they're trying to do around that is, each region's got its own, sort of, whatever. Yeah, but they, yeah, made, they shouldn't have a fucking another sun and moon. They, they shouldn't have another Gyarados. Like, oh look, there's a Gyarados that can fly in the sky. We can't land a sea creature. We can't land a sky creature. Yeah. Well, like what they did with the Vulpix. Yeah, sun and moon did the whole. Yeah, that's a little bit more understandable. They were literally going, how would a Vulpix? Adapted in the world, if they were on a mountain, a snowy mountain, they would have been ice types, not fire types. The same with yeah. Sanshu. If he wasn't in a desert, but was in a mountain, it's basically put them in a mountain fucking snowy biome. And yeah, they would have become like fucking snowy rabbit things. Which yeah. it is true the way it is. It's like saying, um,. See, the one who I find a bit nicer is Executor. The reason Executors in Sun and Moon in um, Sun and Moon it is Sun and Moon, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. Sun and Moon are bigger than natural ones, is because of their climate they're in. They can I grow guess, bigger. Yeah, I guess what you're trying to say is Gyarados in water is Gyarados in water wherever the location is. Yeah. Oh. I, I can't see Magica. the Gyarados being able to. Oh look, this Gyarados evolved. On ground, so now it can fucking fly around like a giant space. Well, it would have still came from a magic carp at some point. Yeah, well, magic carps just flop and flail anyway, so it doesn't really yeah, matter. But, w- would you like to see that in the sky? Hey, look, it's a magic carp. What is it doing? Flopping. Where is it? In the sky. <laughs> it casts fly and it just lands on the floor. It's, it, it's doesn't actually it's attack beautiful. the opponent. It just falls on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be like it'd be like the pop pop from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. The whale's trying to figure out what he's is, and the the pop pop's like, "Oh, not this again." Yeah. Mm. Right. But, Let's. So moving on to the last the last story because I'm still my trying to. Keep flicking this on, and this is a tough one for those who like their their let's players and YouTubers and their fans and stuff. The last thing they want is to know that you know fans as they are that one of them's died. What's even worse to know is the fact that they've died because they took their own life, and that the last YouTube video they'll have watched was a video where they pretty much stated out their intent to take their own life. Yeah, because it, it's a video of him just walking in it. Saying, I'm yeah. sorry, I've become what I've always not hated. Wanted. Yeah, what I've always hated. Yeah, I kind of watched a bit of that just before this. 
Yeah, so I've this never is the... heard of the guy before, so... Yeah, so this is the YouTuber Atika, real name Desmond Amofa. Um, has been around, you know, on YouTube for quite a few years, specialised in Nintendo coverage and games. Um, would have probably been part of that Nintendo streamer plan that they that they had that one time. Um, yeah, had shown concern to his YouTube fans by posting a, pic- uh, a video called I'm Sorry, like Steph said. Um sort of sort of highlighting mental health issues and suicidal tendencies. Uh he went missing just over a week ago and NYPD officers earlier on, or sort of mid to late last week, confirmed that they found a body and it was that of Atika. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's ended up putting a sort of a bit of a downer on sort of a, sort of a, maybe a re sort of a reinforcement of the necessity, the necessity of mental health support. The video as well with him going on is about eight minutes, you know. So, spent a lot of time walking around New York, expressing these emotions and thoughts. And you know out there in New York, or sort of in the cities, you say something like that, people wouldn't even do a second glance. Well, if you go the way he was walking, he wasn't, he was near the harbours. He was mm. near the he was near the um, harbour and so what, sort what of Manhattan that? Island sort of yeah from the video where you can see the background and that he looks like he's in one of the containers areas almost mm. so is it a dockyard sort yeah. of place it kind of looks like oh um like a cargo center not cargo center for us but not like near the hospital mm. a bit like an American version of that. Where all mm. like the big building construction firms and shit that are, mm. and you know it's 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 some trouble. I mean that's something that we'll have to sort of look at as being budding YouTubers ourselves, content creators, as you will. Sort of oh. the need to sort of keep things going. I think I think the thing that we've got on this is that we're a group of people who can sort of you know we can talk to each other as well as. Sort of consider oh. maybe talking to an out, you know, an outer sort of sort of group of people. Yes and no, on that one. I know you say okay, so you say yes and yes and no on that, but we we all have our stuff that we're comfortable of talking about, and I know that we have our stuff that we're not. Let's let's just say there's, you know, I don't want I don't want to specify to particular people at the moment because at the end of the day this is still going out on the internet and it's up to. Mm people themselves whether they want to express that but certainly there is stuff about you know between between our group there is stuff about personal issues gender discussion mental health between the group and as i say i don't want to you know point out any one person in particular because it's for them to say but Um, i i still feel that a lot of time yeah okay there might not be the most comfortable of discussions but the talk is still there. It's tricky anyway. Mental yeah. health's a bit. Yeah, and it sort of is. But you know, a lot of a lot of the part of that comes to, I guess, the ability to actually. I think it's it's one big step, letting someone know what has happened, or sort of the the feelings that are going through, and and getting there, and that's and that's sort of the. The, the, the hurdle it seems that in this case with Atika it's not been the hurdle that's been able to have been managed and now it's led to you know an unfortunate death, another statistic of of suicide through mental health so you know it's it's something to sort of consider and around the world there are the, the mental health charities for the UK specifically Samaritans in terms of the sort of suicide prevention, you know, around around you know other countries, they have their own sort of thing. But yeah, it you know it's, it sucks. That, I, that, you know, I that's... could probably do a whole um, thing on just mental health. By the way, it, I, it's something I yeah we could talk about that for days. Yeah, I, mean, I think the main the main thing is on it is that it doesn't need to. I guess, like with with gender studies and stuff like that, <coughs> sorry. 
So yeah, the th- the thing which gender studies on that is it needs to not be taboo anymore on on all sides. And I, and I say that again on that, and you know, I sound like fucking Donald Trump, and it fucking annoys me that that's the case. But people shouldn't stop Ryan over Trump being able to Ryan talk about Trump. something. Ryan Trump. Fuck that. Ryan shit. Trump. <laughs> no, it's not, well, it's the mixture of mental, the, well, gender stuff and mental health are seen as together but separate because it's still meant to be separate. Mm. It's in the more current papers. Yeah, but I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I certainly mean on the fact that yes, people need an outlet to be able to say something. Mm. On the on the other side, there's also needs to be understand that there are going to be people who are just not going to be there to 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 talk, and I don't mean that on the on the side of like this sort of this like this activism that's that's coming it's along. Knowing who t- who can handle it and mm. who can't, mm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's it, like I'm familiar with it, and I have to deal with it constantly. But some people, some people reel off the walls with it, and other people, it's just like, eh. You have to find how far to push someone. What is the fine line when you're trying to deal with it yourself? Mm. It's uh, it's like trying to help someone with a mental health that's got their own mental health going on at the same time. It can a synergize and go really well and help each other, or you both go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, go both ways. But I guess, I guess, yeah, and I understand on that. I feel that the problem is on there is that there's the other way of going that apparently the the there'd be some cases, and I'm sort of trying to be cautious of how I'm saying this. There are people with sort of mental health concerns who decide at that point that no one else knows what they're, and as I say, it's a fucking touchy subject here that those who don't have the similar mental health condition they have doesn't Mm. know and therefore can't help them in any way shape or form yeah and and to that and to that i say what is a psychiatrist or a psychologist because you should be listening to them they're the ones who are supposed to be providing the thing they've studied all this and sort of trying to think are you saying at that point that the psychiatrist slash psychologist also has what There's you have. People though though that find psychiatrists and that to be a bit heartless. Don't get me wrong, they kind of have to be in their type of job because you're mm. listening to everyone's issues. Well, they can't yeah. get emotionally attached. It's... Yeah, that's what I mean. If you're getting your heartstrings pulled by these people, you're going down with them. Mm. Yeah. It's it's also been it's like the look at the uh, thingy. I've been wait. Uh, I I got a thing put in at Christmas. I've still not heard anything back from it because the waiting list is so retarded. It's that's yeah. I guess that's also because of the point that we've now got to a point where mental health isn't a stigma now. It actually turns out that it just that, doesn't you know, work. It's 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 not that. It's just more the fact of the idea of a normal mind is now the minority. Oh, there's hmm. no such thing. It's like a normal person. There's no such thing. Hmm. But yeah, before we before we get too much into a downer with that, I think we better get to the wrap up, haven't we? So uh, yeah, we we'll get that. We'll we'll get that going. Don't know why you're apologising. It's just the whole situation. Like I say, it sucks. But you know, be there for each other. It's a simple. It's a simple thing. So yeah, we'll get to the wrap up. If you sort of were intrigued with what you listened to, I would say if you enjoyed what you've listened to. But maybe that's a sort of a different term. Then uh, please do like, share, subscribe, click the bell, comment, engage, let people know what's going on, share, 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 and uh, yeah, keep an eye out on all the stuff that's coming up on the on the channel. Again, we've got our new modified schedule now, which is uh, Mondays is going rogue, Tuesdays podcast, Wednesdays, currently every other Wednesday is shattered reflections, but. I'm going to give you advance warning now. There isn't going to be one this week. Um, as part of the overlying things of us being busy and shit going down. Uh, we're going to give it give it a month break. We'll come back two weeks time. We'll, we'll uh, get that up on the thing. Thursdays. Currently doesn't have anything in it. But that might be the place where the Team Fight Tactics videos goes. 
I might be doing some lol videos at this rate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some RMs and shit like that as well like, added into it. Just yeah. Make it make, like a bit of a lol session, I think. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. session. A, uh, we can always make a thingy team as well. Um, if we can get enough of us and we actually are playing lol again. Uh, we did the challenges and stuff. We uh, made our own custom things. Right. Okay. I don't know. That's something to think of. Do you mean like catch the Teemo stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it was one Teemo versus three other people and shit like that. It's like, bring it, bitches! Yeah, yeah, we could we could do shit like that. But um, yeah, so where else are we on there? Like, subscribe and whatnot. Are we uh, like, no, you subscribe no, and in, hit the... I was in the bang. middle of the... I was in the middle of the schedule, wasn't I? Oh yeah, in the middle of the yeah, schedule. Friday, um, yeah. Friday, War Table. Steve's still got that XCOM, and, and uh, you know, fingers crossed, his doesn't his save game doesn't just go. We can only help you. I'll go. And we'll just see what happens there. Fridays, place. Uh, no, Saturdays, play sessions slash SIDS. Yep. Because yeah, you know that'll happen. And then Sundays, sibling rivalry. More Pokemon like bingo to... currently at the moment. I'd like to also put in, dual play will come, at some point. <laughs> Like we have episodes it's... recorded. We just need to finish re doing it's the whole like... thing. For we have, it, it is. It will come sooner or later. I, I am guaranteeing this. The dual will come forever. A video series. <laughs> <laughs> that you will find out next welcome. week. The what will have happened is Steph and Darius will re-recorded it in a new capture engine or something. It'll just like it'll keep going, <laughs> and then it'll get bought yeah, it by is, Gearbox. It, <laughs> Sounds about right. <coughs> uh, oh. So yeah, but but there, from, straight from the horse's mouth, dual play is coming. <laughs> At some point, it's, if any of our listeners watch any YouTubers from the Hermit Craft, it's just a slower survivor. Survivor. <laughs> I can't even say it in popular. Slow right. survival. No. um the the YouTubers I watch, um, Grian, Mumbo, and Iskow make their own shop on the on, on the servers they play, oh, and okay. they've called it um, what what's the name for a desert? Um, it starts with Sahara. By Sahara, yes, they've named it Sahara, because they were like we sell everything from they wanted to take take the piss out of Amazon, because Amazon's A to Z. They called it Sahara, and they sell everything from S to um, S. <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Fair enough. Right, and well, they okay. sound. <laughs> Jesus. Right, let's 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 get this sorted. So uh, before Steph dies, cheers, Steph. Yeah, no problem. Cheers, D. Mm -hmm. And uh, until next week, please look out for each other. And just kill each other with rumbas. It's all I'm asking. Is rumba a type of dance? No, that's zumba. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, the rumbas, the little um, robot um, hoovers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. By Hoover. Ryan gets to kill people a month with a game. I want to see people do it in real life. Ah, uh, well, let's sweep this up. <laughs> right. See you next time. See Bye. Later, Gator.